0: You're listening to the Damn Good Podcast with Edward Quart, the go to resource to help you navigate the murky waters of the new music business. How's it going? How's business? How's everything? How's life?
1: Uh, Wow. Um, Life is very good because uh, I have uh, a child, a small girl. So it's uh, it's normal.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Business is pretty good. Uh, We are creating a lot of stuff nowadays, so not bad. And uh, life, uh, we we are working all the day long. So really... I'm honest, there is not so much life uh, now because we are really working hard, but uh, I hope to relax a bit uh, during the year and uh, to, to stop quite a bit because we are doing a lot of stuff. You. Know?
0: Yeah, well, wor- work is life for you. Yeah, what?
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the problem is that uh, for me, um, I much prefer to create um, to to produce songs to create songs and so on so for me this is really the life I love uh, but at the moment uh, uh, I'm creating plugins uh, and uh, I'm a bit worried because I want to invest more my time for creating audio and uh, doing production because I was doing a lot of a production in the past right and uh, so- I, I hope to go to go back to my old origins <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, as soon as you're in Berlin, <laughs> let's make some music. Yeah, yeah. Besides next time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The,
1: the, problem, the problem is that uh, I want to, to create music and I'm creating tools for creating music. Uh, but I don't have time for using tools. Uh, now there are friends which are forcing me to do a sort of, sort of a mixing, production. So things are changing. Um, for me, it's very important because uh, I want to uh, improve on our side. But on the other side, I want to test our products on sort of real-life uh, usage, and I want to also to understand if something is uh, wrong or not. In the past, I was doing when I started with the Nebula. I was doing a lot because uh, I was still producing music, so. Today, a bit less, but I'm going back to, to do it. So, for example, I'm working for a couple of products. One of them is for spinning. The other one, uh, uh, I think, is for Scorpio Records. So um, And they did the mixing and mastering. Right. And now I do also a bit of productions. So they asked me to produce several songs and so on. To be honest, it's not my job anymore. I was doing it in the past. So I'm trying also to, to be um, as much good as possible because uh, you know, after several years, you don't do it. Um, you go back and you don't know how to do things anymore. You don't know even which are the other tools because for example, I know my tools, but for example, I, I was using an old version of Alien, uh, or contact, and now everything changed. And uh, I, I was, uh, uh, forced to learn again the tools. Huh? <laughs> so this is the point.
0: Right. Mm. Well, how did you start out making plugins? Because you say you, you love making music so much. Why did you decide to to make tools?
1: Yes, it was, it was a strange situation because I was producing music for a smaller level in, in Italy, but I was moving from a town to another town. So in 2005, I was forced to stop with them for a little bit, and I told them, okay, guys, I have to move my my home, my building. I have to relocate in a different town. Can you wait a little bit, and uh, I'll be back soon? So it was really the idea. And, and I was forced to stop, because, you know, when you have to move to a different town, you have to, you, you cannot meet, of people all the night and day long, you have to, to stop and you have to, to, to go with your wife for buying things at least. Before. And uh, that moment I told, me, told myself, okay, maybe I can uh, create something, software. I never did it. Uh, they could be tools for myself. And so this was the idea, and I started. Right. And uh, I created the skeleton of Nebula. The idea was to copy. Really, this is the the original idea to copy Focusrite because at the moment there was at the time there was a sort of hardware unit, very heavy and expensive, and I was moving using a laptop for producing music. So this uh, uh, unit was not really um, was not uh, very easy to, to carry with me. so right. uh, you know, when you take the tube, when you take uh, also the car, you have you have to move also hardware. It's not uh, a good. Idea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's and, heavy. Yeah.
1: So I, I said, OK, I can create a sort of a software version for myself. And I started, but it was not a very good programmer. To be honest, I am an engineer because I studied at university. OK, I have a degree, but uh, was not my daily job. So as a programmer, it was not really good. But I did for myself and uh, with a friend, my mate. I told him, "It's not bad. It's, uh, the sound is good. Maybe we can use, it and maybe I can improve it a little bit." And after a couple of years, uh, we decided to create a company on it. And uh, but it was a sort of hobby. It's not not my daily job. It was just an idea. Okay, let's. Uh, in, Let's involve other people with the tools, but not to sell, or, okay, we can sell them, but the idea is to... to Because it
0: was out of personal demand. It was your personal demand because you saw that that carrying heavy, heavy gear is, is not very practical. So for yourself, you decided to, to make your job easier. And as an engineer, engineers are pretty much solution seekers. So you found a solution for yourself.
1: This is was exactly the, the point. Uh, to be honest, my job was different because uh, I was uh, working with the banks, with the financial institutions. And uh, the idea was uh, to uh, quit them and to do music uh, um, as, a, as a daily job as for living. Right. Uh, but it was not very convincing because in 2005, there was a, a, a particular moment where people stopped to pay. And uh, really, the business was a bad moment for moving. Uh, and so I waited a little bit and I started creating tools. The idea was uh, my, 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 my real idea was to buy an SSL console. Uh, I, so in the longer term, I told myself, okay, I can create something which is a sort of a surrogate or a sort of a replacement for an SSL, but in the future, I want an SSL console. So this was the idea. It, it never happened, because uh, uh, when I started creating tools, at, after a bit, I told myself, but they are not bad. So I don't need maybe an SSL. And uh, I was wrong again. It was wrong. <laughs> after several years, uh, we started the, the company, like uh, you know today, in 2014, and uh, again. And they started doing music again. And I told myself, OK. Really, now plugins are good, the sound is good, and I discovered the workflow was a nightmare, completely a nightmare in plugins, you know, floating windows and things like that, Right. compared with a console. And now we are working to this modular project. Uh, uh, I think it will be released this year, which is uh, a project I have together with, I am um, creating uh, as an acoustic company, and uh, with uh, uh, also Studio DMAI. So we joined, our efforts for creating a sort of uh, console. We, today is a sort of a touch console, but the idea is also a physical console. So we created another company and uh, maybe we start advertising it uh, this year. Uh, I think uh, we'll have a boot uh, very soon in Dance Fair in the um, Netherlands. And uh, we start promoting this new, this new adventure. <laughs> Uh, the idea is that the VR console has a different workflow than plugins. Right. So it was wrong another time. So this is a, this is a funny because each time I use my tools for creating music, I discover that they are not good and I have to improve. <laughs> <is> for myself, <laughs> because the other people are paying and says, "Okay, but we are selling; it's good." I yeah. the for myself, says, "No, it doesn't work. This thing doesn't work." So this is. Uh, <laughs>
0: well that that's the natural progression improving on whatever i mean you're you're the the hardest critic of yourself because you are making the tool so you know what what's still what's wrong, what could be better potentially yeah yeah, but coming back to to the start um so your plugins acoustica plugins they have a little a little bit of a different approach, so not a lot of people know that but what you do is basically you sample convolution response of uh, responses of hardware instead of Saying like traditional plugins, just approximating them algorithmically with code um, to whatever the real thing is. You sample them and then you you use code as as a kind of 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 glue to glue everything together and pack it into into a GUI. Uh, the point is uh, in uh,
1: at the end of uh, 1999. Um, I was using already convolution and was using the first convolution plugins for creating reverberations and things like that. Because right. uh, in my recording, uh, I had a, a little recording facility with another another mate. Okay, we had also hardware reverbs, but the idea was to replace the hardware reverb with the convolution in order to get something which was portable. I mean, I go to Milan, which was another town and I can carry this, uh, this device with me. So we started this way. But really, we were like this joking. we were sampling because my main uh, activity in uh, music was about producing dance tracks. Right. And so I was really used to use samplers, uh, to use uh, to sampling, sampling techniques and things like that. For example, uh, we have, we add, but we have also today three cool devices, samplers, so you yeah. have an idea about uh, also a Roland, a Roland sampler. Um, we also use the emulator samplers at the time, and all our friends were using Akai samplers. So my DNA my um, is, is about sampling and about using the samplers, because uh, this is really what I love to do, and this is my musical genre I prefer. So Same for that. me,
0: love sampling.
1: Oh, exactly. For, for me, everything is a sampling. I started in the uh, 90s sampling and resampling. This is the point because, uh, you know, the first samples there were not many voices. So you yeah. forced to create, stack them and create another layer, sampling them and create another layer because there was a problem. You, you had not uh, enough sampler for doing it. And uh, also from, uh, from, for example, records. Uh, you was sampling uh, vocal tracks. You was sampling the bass line. You was sampling a lot of stuff, because uh, that music uh, style requires you do it. You cannot create uh, proper uh, today. Maybe things change a bit. Um, this is the, the main difference between uh, the nowadays and the past. But in the past if you was just using a, a normal synthesizer and you was trying to create a, a dance track, it was not working. Because uh, the sound was too much polite it was too much clean, it was too much. Uh, and you was trying to create a, this sort of uh, dirty texture and yeah. uh, also stacking things uh, and creating a sort of richness uh, that a normal approach based on a synthesizer was not working. So we started sampling. And for me, cre- using a device which was sampled is uh, the base of my culture. And when uh, we decided to uh, also create a sort of SSL text, live text, and so on, the first thing I thought was, was, okay, I have to sample the devices. I don't want to replicate. I don't want to emulate. First the plugins which were emulating SSL were not working as expected yeah. and uh, okay today things changed quite a bit but in the uh, 90s mm, mm, the emulation based on a virtual modeling or the emulation based on uh, just uh,
0: recreating just the code exactly even the earlier waves plugins that emulated and analog uh, plugins they do sound way worse than, than what what Oh, uh, absolutely. Contemporary plugins come out with, um, it's just, it's just, I love Waves. I use a lot of Waves plugins myself. I don't want to shit on, on on Waves, but just, yeah, everything is, is awesome. But just, just...
1: I'll tell you something incredible. I love yeah. Waves plugins. Same. I love them. I started using Waves plugins. I'll be honest, the very first plugins today is not true anymore where cracks. <laughs> this is incredible. Right. Because I had no money when we started. we started buying things. We started buying synthesizers, starting buying plugins and so on. And uh, the only reason why I'm not using several plugins uh, in the last period and last years, a lot of years, is just because uh, I want to be- to buy them. Uh, and uh, the idea was also to, to sort of create a collection of something which is affordable. I don't want to pay twenty thousand uh, euros for my plugin collection. While I'm still a user to think, okay, I can buy hardware, but for plugins uh, I want to put a sort of limitation. For me, when you have ten thousand euro plugins is enough. This is the point. But I started with the cracked stuff, and uh, later we started buying stuff. Uh, the idea was that uh, I bought a lot of plugins uh, in uh, early 2000s uh, really we, we bought a lot of things uh, and they were not working. <laughs> this is the point. <laughs> so we started with uh, in 90s with cracks. We started buying plugins uh, and they were not uh, like the hardware things uh, we were um, dreaming. Yeah. So, at the end, we were using a lot of hardware device, even in 2000-2005, I remember we were looking for hardware device because the sound, no matter how much we were paying for tools, uh, software tools, they were not working. And really, they were powerful. I mean, uh, they were not bad, but the sound was uh, not like the hardware. Things changed, I, I, I yeah. should be honest. Yeah. If, I Okay, I I didn't wait, I started coding, but maybe today I will not create plugins because there are already a lot of- Good sounding,
0: exactly, they caught up. Yeah, I agree. Like 2007, 2008, up until even 2012, 13 maybe, you could argue that hardware emulating plugins wouldn't sound as good. Over the recent two to three to four years, they caught up and things like Plugin Alliance and Universal Audio, of course, those guys, they do good, good stuff. Even indie developers like Valhalla, they do beautiful reverbs, stuff like that.
1: And today we own all the plugins of competitors because we exchange products. So really in a lot of computers, we have everything.
0: Really everything.
1: I mean, thousands of plugins. And really they are all very good. I discovered that I have similar tests like uh, Luca Pretolesi. I mean, because we see we use more or less the same tools, but we came from a different approach. But there is a reason because he he does uh, dense tracks. So I think there is a sort of similar culture, similar DNA, and you use more or less the same tools. I should be honest, without acoustic audio, I would use Slate plugins today, and I would use a lot of O'Brien Works plugins. And uh, as acoustic audio owner, I prefer my tools because I'm creating tools on uh, my. So for the analog emulation, I'm not using the emulation. And I'm using other kind of tools, like uh, FabFilter a lot. I'm using the production tools a lot. I'm using even an active instrument, just to make an example. And uh, to be honest, I'm not using, for example, Slate stuff or UAD stuff because I think my tools are a little better. This is also because I'm just I'm the developer, so I'm trying. Of course. Stuff. And also, I want to use my tools if I, I'm creating a company for. you. Uh, yeah.
0: In- Why should you not use your tools if you make them? What's the point? It's like, hey, buy acoustica Audio, but I'm using. I, I I'll be honest.
1: I'll be like- honest. With this point. Listen to me carefully. Uh, for a moment, I told me to uh, the other mate. I don't care to use my tools because my tools are really using a lot of resources. We can use the tools from everybody else and uh, will not tell anybody. So (laughs) when we started several years ago doing music production again, uh, I downloaded all plugins from competitors. And my idea was to not use my tools too much. The idea was, okay, maybe I create good tools uh my, my user base is using my tools uh, for mastering mainly, yeah. not, not for mixing because uh, they are using a lot of resources. So maybe I can do the same. I, ca- I can use this uh, very, the, I the MacBook uh, for production because I don't want to use my tools because they are using too much CPU. So this was uh, my idea. We started creating music and uh, to be honest, I didn't like. much because I was a user to my tools. For example, when I was expecting a new emulation or I don't know, something like that, Um, depending, okay, I want this, this stuff emulation, another stuff emulation, I was expecting a sort of quality. And to be honest, at the end, you, you
0: didn't get the quality that you expected.
1: No, no. It, it was a bit worried because I was I was going, I wanted to use the tools from the other because I wanted to open a lot of trucks. Right. So I was a bit sad because I said, okay, I need to use my tools, but my tools, to be honest, there is not enough power. Uh, things changed uh, last year because uh, we uh, built a very powerful computer here in uh, our offices, uh, and uh, now I can open as many instances as I want. Uh, and also, it was the start, in the beginning of a modular, which is this uh, sort of uh, uh, console concept. The idea was that today. Now I prefer to use our tools uh, um, when I don't need uh, an analog emulation. I use a lot of uh, Fab filter. A lot of, uh, uh, and then Brian works sometimes for several tools, you know? not not just, uh, not emulation, but sometimes, you know, for example,
0: meter. Ut- Ut- Utilities.
1: <laughs> for example, meter, I love the meter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for example, we use a lot of Melda. Mm, I think now there is a DMG audio, there is a, another stuff I, I have to, to, to use it. I think it's very powerful. So I mean, like, as a producer, I'm very careful and I try to, to to understand if there is something new, something better, even than my tools for using them. Right. <laughs> uh, and uh, on our side, I was worried because uh, our tool, I, 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 I really didn't want tools, very good tools for myself. On the other side, I understood that our company was moving in the good direction. I mean, I discovered that uh, after all, there is a need for what we are doing so we, we we have to 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 keep the line to to go on uh, to improve maybe to reduce the CPU load maybe to find the new ways
0: right that's what i wanted to ask because right now i my, i personally myself i do want to open up a lot of instances on my imac and and it definitely is an improvement to when i used to to try them two years ago three years ago like the new engine that you built is is way more cpu efficient than it was
1: i was forced i was forced for myself more than the company because i want to be honest on this point Uh, sales number doesn't change too much if you are using a lot of resources or not okay they change but not as much as you expect because if you need for example a dw firm device and uh, you want something you can carry with you, you can portable, you have to use our plugins. And if you want a good quality plugin at the end, you say, OK, maybe I cannot open many instances. But who cares? We can uh, you just open one is enough. Because in the real world, you have just one expensive hardware device. So this is also what other our users think. They really say, OK, I need this device. I cannot open many instances.
0: But it's worth it. The quality of it makes up for.
1: You have to buy. Quality. You have to buy. So at the end, don't think that the number, the sales number, changes so much. Right. Uh, I'm doing it for myself. I'm trying to get something which where I can open really a lot of, of instances because myself because I need it. On the other side, I discovered that a lot of companies which were very light on CPU now they are they are. As much CPU intensive sometimes like uh, we are, it it means that they were trying to um, get something which was affordable on CPU, but now they are trying to keep the line with uh, the quality. And when you need quality, you need something which is CPU intensive. On the other side, hardware is very powerful nowadays. There are, for example, computers with a lot of cores, 28 cores, something like that. So basically, is something which is changing uh, quickly.
0: Mm. Yeah, that, that's what I noticed as well. When when the quality is, is is the demand is high on a plugin, especially with oversampling, the CPU goes through the roof. Like the newer tools, like the Oak Sound Sooth plugin, is incredible. It's a dynamic resonance EQ. But once I bump up the oversampling to two or four, it just takes up. 30, 30% of the entire CPU.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, using a lot of competition, competitor plugins with a lot of oversampling, especially during mastering session, and I know, I know that when you are using even, uh, i make an example, a uh, limiter from uh, FabFilter, just to make an example, and you start using oversampling, it's really CPU loading. As much as, as we are. <coughs> just consider that our equalizer uh, it's like they are using a sort of uh, very high oversampling because uh, it's uh, the filter uh, behavior. Yeah.
0: Well, you get the actual response that you get from the hardware. So the oversampling is maxed out from the beginning. Exactly.
1: It's, the phase is there, the magnitude is there. So basically, uh, I, can, I can tell you that uh, we are CPU intensive, but we are really close. We cannot get something which is uh, lighter. Um, okay, there is a, a university. University in uh, in Milan. They asked me, "Do you want to make your plugins more uh, CPU efficient? Maybe uh, starting using, uh, for example, uh, infinite impulse response uh, approach or things like that." I told them, "At this point, it's not important anymore because uh, now CPU."
0: Yeah, computers get f- faster every every year, so.
1: People are, are looking for an high quality plugin for myself. So, if we start creating something which is weak, maybe it doesn't work. I want to improve, for example, I want to create a oversampling for dynamic devices, things like that. So, CPU load will be high. Now, now, you know, you are buying a faster computer, you start using our tools, they will be more CPU intensive <laughs> and you have to run. <laughs> yeah,
0: it stacks up yeah. accordingly. Yes,
1: but what we leave, we sort of leave a sort of option. The idea is, um, when we need to improve, uh, improve a little bit like, uh, for example, a clipper, we have to adopt oversampling. Maybe we can uh, create a sort of option so you can decide the amount over something so <laughs> I think at the end uh, this is a good compromise but I want to, to rise the CPU load not too long <laughs> yeah. but so for, a while, for a while we, we, we reduce it a little bit in order we optimize again 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 yeah uh, another another because I wanted to use my tools this is the point
0: right so if you do optimize your plugins um, to to have like a lower CPU load what do you sacrifice really? Like, wh- what do you reduce?
1: Never, never the quality. The idea never. is. Never. No, never, never. That's the, the question. The idea, the, the idea is the following one. Um, uh, for example, there is something in the engine which is uh, using too much resources because uh, there are static uh, uh, approach, or things like that. Maybe using a dynamic approach, we can uh, save resources and we do it. If right. uh, is uh, something about uh, let's reduce the quality, we'd never do it. The point but
0: you uh, optimize everything around the quality, like every single thing that is possible except the quality.
1: Go down, never go down. The idea is uh, when we started, there were no computers for running, and we did, decided to keep that quality as a sort of a basic quality and to rise it. So mm, we never did something going back. The idea was uh, that's something which is a compromise when we create a, a new plugin. For example, we have uh, a lot of dimensions. I mean, we can take into account uh, distortion. We can take into account dynamics, time, and so on. When we create a, a new plugin, we try to find a good compromise uh, because if you you create it, this sort of uh, monster, uh, after a while, there is no computer on earth who we can process it. But yeah. the idea was to get a compromise, which was a very high level, and never go down. When we optimize, the idea is, uh, let's keep the same quality, exact quality, even something a little more, a little better, but never down, and to find a way for save resources. And uh, uh, to be honest, uh, it's not difficult to save, I mean, when we start with Nebula, Nebula was uh, sort of creating a single instance. We optimize, optimize, optimize and nebula was is really optimized for what it does. Then we decided to create a sort of a complex interaction of nebulas. And when we start, for example, the first multiband equalizer, it was not very optimized because uh, okay, the single instance inside is very optimized, but not the group, not the collection. yeah. So we started from that point, and we started optimizing again. now the collection of plugins working in a good way, in a better way, and we are saving resources. So they are sort of saving, saving, uh, saving uh, your CPU clocks. And we are moving, we, we can improve. For example, now you have a latency, we can decrease using the same approach. And uh, the idea was that since we, we, we started from sampling, and we sampled a single, for example, band of your equalizer, we have to keep this approach and to consider a collection of single bands because this is the approach. So at the beginning, the optimization was not possible, and we are moving and we are improving. Now we are at a point where we cannot optimize... um, A lot. No, no. Maybe we can improve... Creating a sort of a dynamic grid, and maybe we can save, for example, lattice. There are new things we can do, but not yeah. so, so many as in the past. And we are at the limit again. And we are sort of rising again, doing over something. <laughs> so we start again, and then we find another, another way.
0: Yeah, so it's way possible that computers and cores will catch up way faster than you'll be optimizing because you're at the bottleneck.
1: they using a, a computer, a modern computer, and this actual quality, which I think is a pretty high, you can really open a lot of instances. And I think we are, now we have to improve quality again. I think uh, we are at the point where I want to rise again the, the bar.
0: Yeah, although the quality is incredible. Like I have to say that using top, the tape plugin, I've used every single tape plugin that that is out there, and this is one of the one of the top two best sounding tape plugins that I use. So the quality is there for sure.
1: I, I appreciate. I appreciate really. I know you because I was watching your Instagram page, and uh, um, I really I love what you do. I, I wanted to, to tell um, you this this story. I love what you do because I think you have really a good style for creating music. Uh, also, what I think you have a good, uh, your music has a good feeling. I mean, it's a mixed in a proper way. I cannot judge really the track from the quality point of view because, uh, you know, Instagram sometimes. But really what I love yeah. is the way you uh, approach your music. And also I see you play the piano, and I play piano, so we have a similar background. And so when uh, I, I see someone uh, I, I respect, uh, that is loving the plugins for me is a good uh, good time. I, m- I mean, for me, it means that uh, I was doing the writing. Uh, it's very important. And uh, for example, the same for Luca, Luca Pettonesi, I appreciate that I love our plugin because I love the music. It does and so for yes. me, it's, it's mutual, both ways. Yeah, yeah. It's very, for me, it's very important. This point is very important. Sometimes, you know, there are a lot of people which are appreciating our plugins and sometimes, for example, I don't like the music style, the music genre, because you know, you cannot, you love music, but yes. you can't love it's all taste. music at the same way is uh, is uh, is impossible because yeah. you have humans, uh, you have preferences and so on. So when uh, I see someone which uh, I think is uh, talent is very good and uh, is uh, uh, pricing the products uh, means I think um, I, I did the right uh, the right uh, thing creating them. So for me is important. Yeah,
0: yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it a lot. And maybe maybe you like my stuff because I have a similar approach to sampling. What I do is. What I do is I used to sample '70s records and and like make future funk, French house, things like that. My sense. So I think
1: I, that I was doing too because we in 2005 we were recreating samples. You know, right. sometimes you don't have the clearance, so you have it. A-
0: that's what I do exactly. I produce my funk band myself and then I sample myself to avoid sample clearance issues and I have more control over the sound when it comes out. I can pull up the single parts out of it and also it's creativity. Like when you produce 70s style, you use all of the good good stuff like tape plugins, a lot of vintage compression, vintage limiting, and then you, you just sample yourself and go full on digital and... and
1: I started with plugins for this exact way. Because when, uh, in 2005, uh, there was a sort of requirement to create music based on all the samples, but yeah. we have a, a clearance. So we started recreating all the tracks and we needed, for example, okay, violins, okay, and you can use the libraries and the so on. Then you have to stack use all the new equipment, things like that. So I was forced to approach of sort of rising the quality for creating a sample for reducing the quality again and sort of damage it again yeah, and creating yeah. something which was credible. I mean, what the people maybe don't understand, because in the, the, the job you do and the job I was doing, it's very difficult to create something which is credible. Because, okay, it's easy. Sometimes you have this sort of record that you record it and you have the sample and ah, it's very right. good. But sometimes you cannot use it. Sometimes you have to recreate it. And this is the problem. When you recreate you understand that you have to use the old tools and you have to use yeah. the old approach. Everything
0: of- from the playing to sample selection to, to the feeling, to the groove, and to whatever tools they use.
1: Not to quantize things, you have to damage in the same way, use a strange planges like they were used in the past. You were using ever something which was creating distortion because in the past there was distortion or recreating distortion because when you use sample, you need to create a sort of distortion layer because your sample is not perfect. And this is the, part, more, the most important part for the text. So you you like you people don't understand that you need to, cre- to to create this sort of music using the best plugin possible in order to damage it there again. but if you don't create the proper process before it, when you get the final sample, it sounds too clean. it sounds too different, it sounds too digital. yeah it doesn't work. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe I was watching you. You have also to add the bus line, fix maybe, okay, when you need the sample, you don't want the bus line, because maybe it's uh, sort of a, creating a conflict with what you are doing. Exactly. You have to do it. You have to add it and to filter. And you say, but this is the same. Yes, it's better, because you have to fill that small frequency in the mid-range where the bus is still, you can almost hear it, and it's creating a sort of texture. And if you remove it, it's clean and doesn't work.
0: It's yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's nice. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: If you say you sample hardware, it, it's for everyone listening. It's not very understandable, even for me. Uh, I looked a little, a little. I looked it up a little. But let's say you sample a compressor. What do you do exactly? If you sample, like, actually.
1: Okay, there will be a workshop in uh, in uh, Innsbruck in uh, in Prime Studio, and uh, uh, all uh, each each new year we we have this workshop where we teach people sampling. Uh, basically, we connect the device to a computer, and uh, we have uh, sampling tools, uh, which are evolution of convolution tools. They are
0: so it's similar to to measuring convolution responses for reverb. Similar,
1: similar. Uh, let's. It really is a sort of uh, quite a huge evolution, but the approach is the same. Basically, you connect a computer, and uh, there are test tones which are entering the device, and you are processing the device, and you are capturing them. Uh, basically, now we created this sort of complex uh, tool for sampling. So basically, we connect the device. Sometimes we push a button, and then we wait. In the end, we have. A, Directly the modulation. Sometimes for equalizers, we have to sample all possible combinations, more or less like you do with a sample. For example, when you are sampling a piano, okay, you are sampling several keys, and you create a sort of schema That's the same for an equalizer. You sample in several steps, several um, combination of gain and frequencies, yeah. and the more you sample, the uh,
0: closer you are. The more exact it gets.
1: Exactly, like like a normal sampler.
0: Yeah, but can you actually, when when sampling piano, let's say you have round robin samples so that it doesn't sound too, too, too dry and too, too robotic, do you have something like that?
1: Exactly the same, it's exactly the same. Not only, when a key is missing in a sampler, is a sort of pitch shifted version of another one. So basically, it's not exactly like the one you sample. the same in our case. Same round-robin approach, same everything, same everything. And it's more complex because the amount of calculation required by this Is way more, sure. Yes, because when you are using a normal sample, it's like you are doing a sort of a stream from the disk. I mean, you start playing a note, maybe you have a first millisecond, and you- continue from memory or from disk and you sort of can create this sort of stream. In our case, everything should be as much as possible in, uh, in memory. Uh, and in 2015 we started streaming also in this case, for example, when you load a DWfern equalizer, not all sampled steps are really online because we are trying to decrease to get a better Memory footprint. It happens also on smaller tools from the memory point of view, like uh, Diamond Color Q, which I love very lot. Um, and uh, even in this case, not all the sample steps are online. I mean, when you move the frequency knob, you load another one, exactly like in the sample case. Sometimes you have a sort of cache, the same, the same. What you can do with the sample, you can do with the sampling approach uh, effect. Only it's more CPU intensive, but it's more or less the same. No.
0: Right, but it's still it's still super intriguing because if you sample a piano, it's an actual acoustic sound that you can perceive and hear. If you sample something like an equalizer, it, it's not an actual sound that you sample. It's it's more the the electromagnetical whatever response that, that it's.
1: I can tell that I can tell you that uh, um, is important also to sample effect. I mean. When you sample a piano, you learn how the, sam- how the piano is uh, uh, active. I mean, you learn uh, how round robin is uh, affecting your key map. You, you really learn. On the effect side, you learn a lot more. Because you are blind, you cannot really understand what's happening, and you have to carefully um, Listen the music and to understand what the device is doing in the hardware one and in the software one. Sometimes you have to match, sometimes it's easy because you know, when you have a filter, you can compare the body diagram, so it's easy. But on dynamic devices, you have to teach yourself to learn uh, to listen. I improved a lot when uh, um, I started doing Nebula. Because a lot of people from all the world around were sending samples. And I was forced to listen to them carefully and to understand. And uh, really, before 2005, I was not understanding really what the Nive device was doing to my music. I was using them because people were saying, OK, Nive is cool. Let's use them. Ah, very cool. I don't understand which is the difference, but let's use it. After, I learn, because it's a very important process. So, when you when you sample, are different, but you learn even more, because you are forced to, to listen the same music using the, the software tool to, to compare, and you have to improve your skills. It's very, it's very, it's like when you are tuning, for example, vocal track, and you are trying to um do melodyne of, of it after a while you understand how to use melodyne and also you improve your skills and you hear for example that something is out of tune in a better right. way than before when you was using the tool because each day you do vocal track you say okay now is too much tuned too low tuned okay I need to improve this ah this note is not in tune. And the same is when you sample a device. Sometimes you sample it says it's very good. No, it's not good, it's worse. Something is wrong. But the other words, are not worse. So you have to improve your skill to listen and to understand what you have to improve. So it's important. It's important this step. Yeah. I suggest to, to to learn. I suggest to learn.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm super I'm super intrigued doing it. I have have my beloved cheap... I, I will I will come to I will come to it. I mean Austria is not far from it, so <laughs> I'll come to workshop. Yeah, I would love to sample a an Eliza's thirty six thirty. It's just a cheap, super cheap forty euros compressor. But to give as as a plugin for free, that's that's what I would love to do because that's one thing that's super cheap but it sounds awesome because Def Funk used, used to use it.
1: It's very important, you two. I, I can tell you that the first year um, Scotty Banks from Studio DMAI was attending the workshop. The idea was, okay, from Luca, let's get someone in our company, in the Studio MI, which can sample devices uh, so we can create a product together. But really, right. the idea was also, let's learn so we can sample things for ourselves. <laughs> and uh, is, is, Luca is an example. Other people told me the same, and they are doing uh, So they yeah, are- Prime, prime Studios. They have their yes, own plug yeah I think one of the best studio recording facility, uh, I think in Europe and ever in the world, uh, from the uh, equipment side, uh, I think they are maybe the best uh, recording studio in the world, uh, for example, on uh, new devices, things like that, but also on other devices. They are like a sort of a museum. They yeah, make, totally. uh, sort of a collector. So they collect a lot of devices, uh, especially um, very rare uh, devices, uh, and they maintain them. uh, And uh, it's an experience just to to stay there. In this uh, sort of incredible environment, uh, we have uh, our workshop. uh, And this year, uh, we are organizing it in a proper way. I mean, we'll have a sort of four classrooms. uh, You can decide uh, where to move, for example, you want to attend the mixing classroom or the sampling uh, level something low level in classroom, or you want to learn how to create plugins. The idea is a week where we are all together and we share resources. To be honest, we lose a lot of money from the company's point of view because you know we are investing a lot of efforts in on it. But the idea is to create new developers and to hope that they can join our uh, community and create more tools with uh, our technology. It's happening. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. so yeah. Nebula Nebula f- <laughs> for developers is kind like like of like contact, contact for for, for uh, the same. musician, musician. Yeah. Like, like creating friends. huge yeah. piano, piano libraries, libraries or, or guitar libraries for contact, like you, can, you sample can sample whatever, what whatever to create a library, be. but, but an, as, as an effect.
1: Same. The same. To be honest, the contact and also alien uh, from the skinning point of view, you can automate them in a better way than what you can do. Maybe um, in our case, we are still have a sort of XML language, and uh, is a bit more tricky. And but we are moving to something super simple. Yeah. Uh, uh, and honestly, in uh, the normal instrument, some instrument like alien, they had a lot of time. For improving the year, because the sample was existing before uh, right. in 2000, it was a, like a sort of ancient project, and they improved, they had a lot of time for improving. We started in 2005, now the company, in the way you are watching, today, um, is uh, from 2014. I mean, uh, the first employee uh, came from 2014, so we had a limited amount of time. For creating, uh, for creating uh, something which is uh, as much complex, I mean, from the um, uh, skinning point of view, as uh, as uh, as alien. But but everything else uh, is uh, on the same ballpark, and you can create the same things. And we are improving our tools at the speed of light. Uh, uh, on light, I mean, we are really going uh, faster. Yeah. And I want something which is super simple, really, I want something very, very, very...
0: Yes, yeah, so at some simple. point it will be just get yeah. the impulse responses, click one button, everything yeah. gets, gets packed up. up.
1: Exactly, but the point is that today you can do it, but uh, on the other side, maybe you, okay, you have to use other tools for creating, for example, buttons, knobs, and you have... It's not so easy, we, we teach how to do it, but it's not easy like you do in Alien, where you move um, a knob from yeah, pretty pre- pre- predefined graphics. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this is what we have to improve, in my opinion. While we are speaking, we are improving. Each new year, tools are uh, easier and easier. For example, we invested a lot of efforts in Aquarius platform because it's a sort of a marketplace for all the products. Also. other other companies, the parties and so on, and so we are investing on tools, investing on the
0: market. So you're planning on bringing on more developers onto the Aquarius platform? The idea
1: was that before 2014, there were a lot of Nebula 3 developers and there were different contracts because everything was for free. Now we have a sort of Apple model. I mean, we ask for a sort of small percentage for the cost, the company cost, the structure cost, and uh, we start the game from the state Now, the old developers, sometimes, they don't want, they don't want to, to move the new business model because they lose uh, a percentage compared to today. Right. But they are moving. For example, we'll have soon analog in the box again on the Nebula 4 platform, and also several previous developers will move on the new Platform uh, moving tools, so uh, we'll have a, a sort of a bigger community. I mean, today is a, already a bigger community. I want a, a bigger one. I want to yeah.
0: World domination.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to be honest on this. I don't. We are not yes. doing things for getting the best company. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. There are a lot of companies that are doing their stuff. They are very good. Maybe better than me, and is not the point. Uh, we are not there for creating uh, a sort of uh, uh, strange competition with the other one, no, and not care. What I care is to create uh, something which is uh, representing the company, creating tools that we love, and uh, uh, we want the community is bigger, is larger, because when it's larger, there are more money for everybody. I mean, the idea is growing, And we can do things with uh, a better planning. I mean, we have more money, we have uh,
0: more tools. Development is just faster with a bigger community.
1: We can invest. The the idea is uh, investing. And if I have a bigger community, I can invest in the marketplace. I can invest in tools. So my idea is about, uh, okay, let's role. not because uh, we want to to be better than Brian walks no
0: whatever it means what what's like what's the point in being better you're you're special and you sh- you should have that specialty in you and leave it and just nurture it develop it more so your 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 own little niche flourishes even more than than it does right now
1: yes yeah, so we we just need to do like we are doing today and to continue to do it Right. And then maybe to have more money for improving or invest in other activities like uh, other console or other projects, which would be streaming project, neural uh, uh, network project, things like that. So I yeah. want to invest in the company. I want to grow. The idea is to create a community which is a larger and bigger in order to support this uh, sort of uh, investment and also to get enough for doing it properly. So this is the point. So I want to do it uh, this way, right. but it's not for being the best company. I think it's also silly because you cannot uh, really kill another company. I mean...
0: And why would you want to do that? Like, What's the point of killing another company?
1: Well, really, I want other companies to create good tools because I want... Exactly.
0: To use- we love those tools.
1: When I discovered that Ion now there is Allion 6, which I have in the computer, was so much good. I was happy, not worried, because yeah. I said, I can use it. And there's a lot better than the previous version I was using. So basically, I'm happy when there is another competitor which is creating a good tool. Obviously, when he's creating the same tools in the same market segment, I'm worried because there is a competition. I mean, if we are creating, a sort of a new clone and they are creating a new clone and their one is better than my one i have a problem yeah <laughs> so it's, it's normal
0: but that's that's healthy marketplace dynamics that's not like i need to kill the company it's just i need to to present myself better in a better way or like differently
1: we try to to rise i think what i discovered that when all companies are trying to improve they, they are doing a lot of money, more than when there is not an improvement. I mean, if uh, today I create a good uh, emulation, eh? tomorrow fab filter. okay, it's not a FabFilter, it's later. it's created a better emulation, okay, I lose sales. But if I can go up again, I sell again. The point is that during this time, Slate sold a lot of licenses and they sell a lot of licenses. And we are improving. We're selling a lot more than if the market was stopped, it was uh, quiet. This is the point. So this sort of a competition is healthy, is healthy for the company. What I discovered that uh, you cannot kill a, a company, never, is almost impossible. Because they have funds, they have another way for growing, for creating tools. So it says, okay one we'll create the better tool, So. This competitor will stop doing all it. it will never happen. Maybe we sell the company because okay, this is a reason for stopping. But as you can see, there are not so many companies which are closing, which are going broke because more or less you find something else for your business or things you love. So this is the point. Uh, you learn that uh, you need also competition. You need the competition. Obviously, you need the, 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 your competition.
0: Or you get at, lazy.
1: <laughs> on the same level. I mean, if you have a competitor which is a lot better than you, you have a problem because uh, you cannot sell products. But uh, sometimes you can find. The, even in this case, you can find uh, you can find the solution. You can uh, be, for example, better workflow or lower prices, which is uh, happening. For yeah. example, today our tools don't have a proper good workflow sometimes, but the sound is good, okay, they are using a lot of resources and so on. This is good for other company because they can improve on other points and they can be better than me, for example, workflow, you can open more instances, you can have a better download manager, I don't know. You can, you can be better in something else.
0: Yeah, it's not only the quality that decides it, it's all of the other aspects as well.
1: If someone with with a better quality, we will force to improve on the workforce. I mean, uh, this is uh, very important to understand that when uh, you cannot be the, the most successful company in on everything, you have to decide where you want to focus and when you want to improve and what you want to keep. We discovered that a lot of companies with, for example, a lower quality, because it's, it's an ugly word to say because it's never true, but for example, with a, a worse simulation. I'm better than us in selling, I'm better than us in uh, uh, advertising, and better yeah. as uh, even in, uh, for example, um, using uh, uh, testimonials or things like that. So, there is, you, in this sort of unique market, you can uh, survive if you find your market position, your point is not dangerous for for anybody. Okay, okay, stop doing emulation. You do something else. For example, I don't know, multi band. Uh, uh, you you can invent you can now I want to stop creating just plugins now I want to focus on the workflow again not because uh, I want the best company in the world creating the best workflow possible it's not a point but because I understand that for using my tools I have to improve because the competition is better than seven years ago so I have to improve also on this point so yeah yeah. We are forced to, to, to learn and to improve quickly. This is the point.
0: Right. Interesting. OK, last question, and then it is we have a good hour in and was already super enlightening. So, what's the future for Acoustica right now?
1: The point is that what, you want, what do we want to do in the future? OK, the idea is that we don't want to improve so much. Uh, I mean, in the selling plugins. I mean, we want the third-party community does it. I mean, we want other companies to it. We create this sort of engine, and we want other other uh, companies to use it. So, it's not this uh, where my efforts will be addressed. We want to improve. We want to create, for example, over the clipper things like that. But uh, right. the idea is. Uh, um, to let other companies grow and use our technology. What we want to do as uh, Acoustica, and Studio uh, Mai and Quantica, which is this company we created together, uh, is to improve on the workflow side. And uh, really, I, I really think this is the good direction. Now there will be this dance fair uh, um, event. Uh, we will be represented. We'll have a room, uh, and uh, we'll show this module. Um, we already showed the last, the previous year. Uh, it was in EAS in Milan. Um, okay, we we there was a sort of anticipation, and uh, it was possible to to touch this system. Okay, nowadays this this in this uh, in this fair uh, event uh, we'll show in a better way, and during the year we start selling. The point is that now most of our efforts will be addressed on the workflow. When you are in front of a real console, you can touch it and you can move a lot of things all together. And you on the visual side, you can watch a lot of items at the same time. I mean, is exactly what is missing in the plugin world. Uh, I tried using the surfaces like, uh, for example, Raven. Every- No, uh, Raven, to be honest, uh, not that one, but uh, the reason why I don't love uh, Raven is the same reason why I don't love. also Avid artist mix, just to make an example, or S6. I mean, yeah. there are incredible surfaces, they are incredible consoles, but they are not very optimized for the plugin workflow. I mean, when you have a plugin, which is a console emulation, you want in front of you a console. Now, it's where Raven is
0: failing, is where also- an S- Because the plugins don't look like console parts. They look like plugins, which you use with a mouse and, and click.
1: I see there are there is a a, a waves effort to go in this direction. They are a bit not really copying because copying is not the correct word, but uh, they are more aligned with the word with present that we use here. But uh, to be honest, they are far from uh, my concept of console. I was something where you want a but you have a need in front of you. You want an S S L, you have an S S L in front of you, and so on when you want uh, a DVW-Fern console in front of you, you have in front of you. I mean, and you use like a real device. And when you have an hardware device, it's acting like a, a console, not like a, a sort of a control surface for moving something or remote on the screen. And uh, is, uh, I think, where uh, today, you can improve quite a lot on this uh, point of view on this side. Is uh, what I think is missing today. Um, okay, when I was doing music uh, in the uh, 90s, uh, we had the hardware console. And uh, trust me, really, believe me, the, the sound was not very good, but the workflow was killer. Uh, I was mixing a track, then dance track, easily okay then there was this strange uh, moment strange time when uh, we moved to the software the software in the box uh, and it was a nightmare I started I remember in 2005 was uh, it was really fast because I was doing a lot of production but really the workflow was not very good and uh, and really I was looking for the workflow I had in the past I was a surprised in two thousand. 17 more or less, that the workflow was not so much different from the one I left in Right. I mean today, I watch you when you are producing, you are very good, you are very talented and you are using your tools in a good way possible. You have also, for example, I don't know, uh, like a feather port
0: or other calls. Soft tube console, that's why I use it. The soft tube console is so, so, so good.
1: This is very good and so on. And there is an improvement on this side, but compared with acting, moving on a real console or real equipment, you are really far, you know? And end, you have also this floating point, floating windows, okay, you watch here, you see something on the screen. Okay, you are talented and you are fast, but when you are not doing music all the day long and you are approaching music, for example, like an hobby, it's a nightmare because um if you if you touch soft cube cones or other stuff all the day long you are fast you' are super quick ah touch this and you have also shortcuts on your screen right. uh, but if you stop using your tools for a while you are really slow and the, the thing I discovered that when I was using hardware tools the my my speedness was the same independently if, if it was using tools all the day long or sometimes I mean, you are moving your approach on a real console, and the time you need for making music, you are not doing a, a good tune. Okay, this is a different matter. I mean, if you are not experienced, you are know, doing not all the day long, maybe your, the sound will not, good, but will not be good, but, but the workflow for creating the music will be the same. You need less than five hours on a real console for mixing when, when you are slow. I mean, when you are normal guy, even with the 100 track song, you need a couple of hours. This is the difference with the plugin. Now, when you are using plugins, even if you are using a lot of tools, if you are using a lot of hardware devices, if you are using controllers. We discovered that you need a lot of hours because you have to start the plugin, understand the where it is, using this. Maybe you have too many choices, which is making everything slow, which is, didn't happen with the console because you didn't have a choice. You have the console and you say, okay, let's use it in the proper way. I don't have a four band equalizer, who cares? I, I use it and I approach the sound. I'm really yeah. close to what I need. Today, exactly. you have too much. Maybe you are starting too many plugins, but you are slow. Now, which is the price for this? It's not that you are doing less music. Mm, it's not a point. If you are slower, it means that you are taking decisions slower. At the end of the day, you are tired and your decisions are worse. Because you over-engineered the, the song. You was wasting a lot of time.
0: Yeah, you have too much tools, too much decisions made, and... You just overstrain yourself and make the wrong mixing decision by, by doubting yourself 50 times.
1: You want to be faster. And in modular, what happens that uh, I have this sort of super song, a lot of tracks. I start this sort of a console plugin on all the tracks or where I want. I create my console uh, groups things like that and I need 20 minutes for doing it. After that, I start mixing and I approach it in a sort of... Uh, um old school way now i understand that there are some phases for doing it i mean if you use an s6 you are in the similar situation but again in s6 i don't have my tools
0: so i want a good uh, emulation of so it's both you have the tools and the dedicated software plugin is
1: mapped in a strange way and i started using this console in a strange way after a while i'm on the mouse again so what I want to use <coughs> is exactly, I want the same work for the console, but with my tools. And I want to be as much faster as I was in the 90s. And for me, this is very important. And you will see this is where the competition will move. What do we need today is that you have soft-tube plugins with this approach, Slate plugins with this approach, and so on. You need, but you need a console approach. You need the Enardo approach, an old school approach. Today is the mouse. Okay, you can be good. You can be fast.
0: Yeah, that's why people love Pro Tools so much with the shortcuts. Exactly, exactly. But you
1: can be fast. But if you are do all the day long, you are you are fast enough. You can do a lot of things. But my main market is about the obvious. The guy which doesn't do. The same items, the same things all the day long, and yeah. it's slower, and it just won a funny moment with the console. Just keep in mind what I think. I think that the music will die. The music like you you are using today will die because there will be more automated tools. There will be more automatic production. It will be automatic music. I mean, when you have. The, your manager, okay, and doing the, the, the manager, uh, you, you have a sort of this video, and this video will be automatic. So, taking a photo, of Facebook will create a sort of uh, uh, song automatically uh, on uh, the picture and automatically following your preferences. I mean, maybe you love uh, Dualipa, okay, there will be a song like Dualipa song, maybe when a singer is like a synthesizer. Like uh, So this is the point. So the music in the way you know today will die. And uh, a lot of music will be automatic. But what I think will remain is the guy which wants to get fun from music. Wants maybe it will be not a job anymore, is a sort of like gaming, but uh, is uh, like uh, creating like poetry, like creating like a painting. Not necessarily you have to do it for a living. And this is my main market, because it's where the market is moving, and so is my user. My user in the future will not be someone which will do music for a living, but wants to do music because he needs to, to create. And this sort of uh, um, console, this sort of approach, what makes me making music fun. OK, this I, I don't know if it, you find it interesting? this uh, it makes this, sense
0: this yes it's it's still it's still difficult for me for me to press because I'm not a visionary in that sense like I cannot see 10 20 years into the future
1: you will move you will not die like a producer
0: I mean oh no I'm, I'm not worried about that you
1: will move in a different uh, jobs, in, the, in things which are even close to what you are doing today. But the music, in the way you know today, will die. And it will die very soon, because you know that is machine learning, there are automatic. Uh, and it's a matter of cost. Sometimes uh, it's not a problem of you can do something better. It's a matter of cost. If you have another approach, which costs less. For example, you have an engineer, like a, a sort of automated, automated uh, mastering facility, which is an uh, streaming, OK? and you. You uh, submit your song and you get uh, the result back. You prefer it, even if the master engineer was a very uh, talented guy. Because at the end, it's a matter of cost. When you need to pay for creating advertisement and uh, the cost is 10, time, 10 times lower, at the end, you surrender. You give up. So is what is going to happen? I mean, a lot of music, in the way you know today, uh, will end it does not mean that the music will die but will sort of be recreated in a different form it will be in a, in a first, I mean even in a better way i mean it will be not for doing a living just a living but for recreation because the human needs it and maybe right. people will continue paying for learning piano things like that i hope but uh, What I think is that uh, we'll move from this situation where music is a job, from a situation where music is a sort of need for the human, for creating. Even if the computer creates a better song, doesn't matter, you have to create it. If you give up, if you stop, if you just leave the machine doing it, the human race will die completely because we lose everything which makes ourselves humans, so this is the point. And the, in this stuff, in this sort, you need something which makes everything funny. I hope it will be this way, and not the way where everything will be automatic and you have the impression to create and you don't create anything. I hope that uh, we will keep a bit of humanity. Uh, right.
0: But will, will humans be satisfied with, let's say they just sit down, put on their VR helms and then just...
1: Humans will be satisfied in the moment where they
0: are creating. But will they create if the AI is creating music for them? W- what, what are they doing themselves?
1: The point is that the, the artificial intelligence will create. But the human needs to create because the creation process is a, some, something like a therapy. You need yeah,
0: it's, a, it's a primal need.
1: I think what is important in the future, we keep creating, even if our artificial intelligence will be better than ourselves. I'm, I'm a bit worried because I know the computer will be better than me mixing, mastering, and even composing, and it will happen soon, very soon. And when it will happen. At the beginning, you will be a bit sad because you understand that you as a human are failing. You are not good anymore and a machine is beating you. But I hope that humans will not stop doing what they are doing today because is where the human is still a human. If you are just using tools and tools are completely automatic and you are not creating
0: anything anymore,
1: we are at the point where the human are sort of slaves uh, sort of machines and that's ma-
0: exactly what i'm preaching all the time the reason why i say like people ask me like can i be a producer without playing an instrument i say no it's just because if you if you don't play an instrument and you you just use ableton or whatever then the tool is actually owning you you don't own the tool because you're a slave to whatever the the app is giving you the tools it provides without having the actual prime knowledge of of harmony, melody, and and the craft of musicianship. And if you use a tool that's that's given to you, that's you just give away your power as a creator, and you just become a slave by by just pushing a knob.
1: But I, I, I think this is the point where I see you are have a talent. You are talent because in the production, uh, I see you are not using the same for chords which are you are are really complex
0: well i'm a pianist first that's why i've been playing a piano for for i don't know 15 16 years it is it is it is it is important it might not be as apparent if you listen to the top 10 or 20 because it's always the same sounds and the same three chords but if you want to call yourself a musician and Understand the actual craft. I mean, you could argue about that as well. Beat making is an art too, sampling is an art as well. Um, but whatever you do, know your craft, know know what's behind, and then the tool will not end up owning you. Very good. And I think that's a good, good point to end this podcast because it's super interesting and there's a lot of stuff to, to digest and. I'm pretty sure I will have you on at some point again, for sure. When I get deeper into that, um, this will be a part two to this one. Um, but for now, um, thanks a lot for joining me. I am pretty sure a lot of people, my followers, your group, your, your followers will be super intrigued by, by this and yeah. Thanks a lot for for supporting me. Thanks a lot for coming on, and I'll see you next week. Actually, uh, next
1: week, and we'll have a lot of uh, discussion, speech about <laughs> about. Uh, I, this. Yeah. I, I know it will be just. Uh, I will be in Berlin for one day, just one day, a couple of days, and uh, but uh, yes, I, I, it will be interesting to continue this. <laughs> <All> right.
0: <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you. And uh, talk to you soon. And uh, see you online. <laughs> so good, good night. Now we are night in in Italy to our followers and uh, see you soon.
0: See you. Thanks a lot. Have a nice one, and congratulations on your little one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So thanks a lot for listening. That is it for this episode. I catch you on Monday with the next one. And don't forget to subscribe, because it really helps getting better guests on a podcast. Alright? Bye.